love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Monday. It's August 13th, 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Let's introduce the, uh, my friends and family. There is Drew. Can you believe that Tanner has a fan club? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and there's Tanner the Millennial. <laughs> my girlfriend put one of those like face masks on me last night. Oh, yeah, night, yeah. It's good. And I wish she didn't because I'm breaking out and I look like a pizza. <laughs> Gotta say what's up to Bethany, the mouth from the South, who is here today. Traveling with children is absolutely exhausting. Well, you know when there's international news, this guy somehow is going to be right in the middle of it. Our host, The Fitz. No lie. I was involved in an international incident. And we're going to tell you uh, like right after the what are you kidding me stories today. Cool. I am so Can't excited. Cra- My wife was also involved in an international I incident. I wasn't <laughs> No, you were absolutely involved. Were you not there? I get, yeah. I was there. I mean, you know, but I just. I, so you were involved. She's in shock. She so can't anyway, get to it. We'll tell you about the international incident coming up in just a couple of minutes. Let's uh, let, let's provide you with our pre show warm up jam just to kind of warm up a little bit before we begin the show. Oh, little Santana. Senora Rob Thomas. <laughs> and smooth. Is he still jamming Santana? Oh, forever. Yeah? Yeah. Making shoes, too. Again, we're just warming up. All right, warming up for the show today. Warming up, pre-show warm-up jam. Oh man, I was just getting into it. That's all, see, that's the purpose though. That is the purpose of the pre-show warm-up jam. Just to get you warmed up, get the blood flowing. Uh, so I'd like to ask you guys, what do you want to talk about today besides the international incident that my wife and family were involved in? Please let me talk about Tanner's Fan Club because my mind is blown. Okay. The young man and I, we were out and about a bit this weekend, and Tanner, was, he had some business cards. We were talking to people. Right. He gives this young lady's business card, and I'm not kidding, she swooned. Yeah. She got the card, and she kind of went like, <laughs> ladies love them skinny jeans. She went, oh, <laughs> Tanner the Millennial's card. <laughs> That's just because my name was on it. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just teasing. All right, we'll talk about that today. We'll talk about the international incident today. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Oh. Huh? I, I want right. to hear about my fan club, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday. Let's get through this thing together. And here comes Monday, y'all. Let's go. Live. And now, and now my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. So good to be here. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Standing by now with the news that did not make the news. I'm going to take you out of England. The worst sound in the world. A guy in England called the police in the middle of the night. Just a couple of days ago. Why? Why? Let's go around the room with this. Drew. Uh, someone broke into his car. Tanner. Someone w- invaded his room. Bethany the mouth from the south. He reached into his underwear drawer and something slimy was inside. Oh! <laughs> Is that a police issue? I don't know. So good. Maybe. <laughs> no, he called the police in the middle of the night because his wife would not stop snoring. I've been there. Wow. What? That's right, Bethany. You know what? That is not true. You know what? I've been there too. Drew and I just shared a hotel room yeah. recently, and the uh, walls were vibrating. It's the worst, yes. right? Drew is a snore. How I am. I admit sleep? it. Sleep. I don't know. She's a saint. I just don't understand it. Maybe Drew, she goes to sleep like, like my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. She snores every night, and now I, I rely on that snore. Maybe she's like what? those people that live yeah. in the big city, yeah. and then when they go to the country, they can't sleep because it's quiet. Like maybe she's just so used to the noise. Well, That's her new sleep. Let me get to this exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio for a moment. Morning, Whispered in the Police. Matt speaking. How can I help? Hello. What's the issue, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my wife, uh, she keeps snoring. You're ringing because your wife keeps snoring? Well, she's very disturbing me. I can't know what to do. I don't know what I should do. I can't yeah, I don't know what I should do. Well, it's not that we can do, sir. <laughs> I mean, what's the guy want? The police to come over and taser? <laughs> you know, no, maybe they want him to come take him to jail so he can sleep. Tasing isn't a bad idea. I mean, it would wake her up. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of the friendly skies, cha-ching. The TSA makes almost $1 million a year just from the loose change people leave behind at security. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to talk about this. I'm so mad at the TSA right now. Yes, thank you. I was just, uh, so my wife and I, and and you guys too, we were doing some traveling over the weekend. And uh, at one point, I was, I mean, I was everywhere. I was, I was across the nation. I was from Dallas to, like, you know, Chicago to Seattle, everywhere. And in Chicago, the TSA was so rude. I mean, I went through the security and I had like a couple of uh, pieces of paper in my back pocket. The gentleman said, you're supposed to empty everything out of your pocket. You would have thought that because I had a piece of paper in the back of my pocket that I was ruining his day in the entire airport. And I'm like, excuse me. I apologize for having a piece of paper in my pocket. And it's funny, right? I said, I said, you know what? You're being extremely rude. Somebody else. I'm not dealing with you anymore. I'm done with you. It's I funny. told them I was done with them, didn't I? Didn't I, babe? Mm-hmm. Right after this happened, I also had a piece of paper in my pocket, and they said, "Oh, just hold it in your hand and hold your hands up." And they're super nice to me. <laughs> in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> this maybe gentleman. they learned from <laughs> what they did for uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very, very rude. You have well, bad luck in airport. I, I, I told him, I said, I'm done with you. I go, don't touch me again. Somebody else coming. Then that gentleman started being rude to me without even 
saying a well, word to me. Well, regardless of that, they took my fake tannin spray and they took my Lululemon jacket. Sorry. My headphones These were These are in real there. problems. Yes, and just make sure to never, ever, ever have a piece of paper in your back pocket or something. You know. And there you go, folks. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. Live. to me, Goose. Talk to me. Welcome back to the show. My name is Fitz, and over the weekend, uh, we did a lot of traveling for radio, especially. And uh, um, I mean, we were from from Chicago to Seattle, Dallas. It was a crazy weekend. I had my family with me, and uh, I was involved in an international incident in one of those cities. Not even kidding. I was involved in an international incident. Is it international because... What I mean, global news. Okay. Sorry, did I get that? Maybe I used the definition the wrong way. Yeah. I I think it was an international incident. I was following. Well, it was involved international. It Uh was international news. So you might have heard about um, this gentleman in Seattle at the airport who, uh, who, who was an employee of the airport who worked at the baggage claim and stole a plane off the ground from Alaska Airlines. Well, at that time, with our traveling, my wife and I and family were on the runway the exact moment it happened. And all we hear is, you know, we're on the ground and we're taxing, right? We're taxing. Mm-hmm. The, the pilot comes on. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your captain speaking. Listen, all I can tell you is there is a security incident right now at the airport and we are on lockdown. I repeat, we are on lockdown. More information to follow. So I start. Oh, my. That's all. That's that's terrifying. If that's all they give you. That is all they said. Now, props to the pilot who was chill. He he seemed calm. The way he delivered it was cool and stuff. But I knew something was going on. So I'm instantly Googling. And as we are like basically sitting there, we're getting all this information that somebody is attempting to steal the plane. My wife and I look to our left straight up. We we see this plane just veer off. The, wow. hori- the the so uh, someone it, stole Alaska an airplane. slash horizon. Right. We see this plane taking off, and then and then we see all the commotion. Finally, we get off the plane, and the lobby is completely filled with thousands of people because the airport had been on lockdown, right. and they know nothing because when an airport goes on lockdown, they they don't uh, really they don't want to cause people to go into panic. Right. Well, but because of past events and potential events and all that, I'm sure everyone is in full panic. Because no information is as bad as bad information. That's, the first thing we right. did, though, I mean, I don't You're even... quite chill, I guess. The first thing we did, I grabbed my phone and Googled. Yeah. That's what I was and doing, within, too. Okay. within minutes, seconds. there was... Yeah, seconds, minutes, there was something up that said, right. you know, Horizon flight stolen from SeaTac right. Airport. I mean, it was just... I yeah, don't and know by the way, know. make sure you Google that story right now. But the uh, the guy who stole a plane from the airport, and he said he learned how to fly from video games. He obviously had some screws loose. But Drew, give us more of an give us an. So anyway, I I was there while while it happened uh, because of our traveling and whenever it was we walked off nuts. the plane and we were like, yeah, someone stole a plane. There were a couple of people that were like, yeah, right, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, so nobody believes that can happen. Nobody believed it, and I said, I go, everybody. Look at your phones. Even the airline themselves didn't believe it. I was watching the press conference, and I think he was the VP of the airline or something, um, got up there and said, this is a very complex machine. This is a high-tech uh, aircraft that, yeah. that this is not like flying a Cessna 150. Right. He should not have been able to fly it to our knowledge. He has no pilot's license. So the, even the airline's confused at how this even happened. Mm-hmm. They don't even know mechanically how he did some of the things because he used the push craft, you know, the little 
tractor they have. Right. He pushed it out himself. They don't even know how he got in the plane from that point. Because you usually way, need a ladder to get up right. to it. Also, it took about a minute and 40 seconds from our F-15s from... Uh, uh, they were in Portland, and they got that guy within seconds. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, everybody said he crashed the plane, but I'm wondering if 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 our if our guys just took took it out of the sky. I don't believe so. I, I have I, my I, opinion. No, okay. We'll talk about it in the news. All right. So that was my uh, that's inter- your little that's conspiracy crazy. theory. Crazy international incident right there. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz happens live. It's the Fitz Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. I always try to give you advice on, you know, how to find love, you know, in this in this world that we live in right now, this world of technology and stuff. But, you know, after you use Tinder or you get on Bumble and whatever you do that, make sure you have the right piece of technology in your hand. And I'm going to tell you why, because a new survey just found that a whole bunch of single people will not date you if you have an older looking phone, <laughs> like a flip phone or something. Can what? you imagine going on a date and somebody's got what, like a Nokia? I'd be like, whoa, checking out. Well, you- think about it this way. Think of all the memes and all the pictures that you send to your honey buns on a daily basis, all the yeah. emojis. Yeah. And with a flip phone, you don't have that connection. Okay, counterpoint, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> if the guy's got a flip phone, maybe he's more trustworthy because he's not going to be sending all those memes and junk to oh. other ladies. Or maybe, maybe he's more trustworthy because that older phone means he doesn't want that Tinder or Bumble account. Yeah. Or maybe he's also just really unique and cool and he just... Oh, doesn't hipster. want to update with the cool stuff. Or oh, yeah. Or maybe he just loves getting all that radiation <laughs> in his head all day. Or maybe ladies are just shallow because they won't judge a guy based on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Give us a chance, gals. <laughs> well, anyway, don't don't use an older phone if you want to find love. Go out and get you some sort of upgrade today. <laughs> wow. This is what it's come to. Get yourself an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> that should be an ad. At upgrade, the, uh, today. Yeah. upgrade today. Upgrade today. Go ahead, uh, Drew. <laughs> we've heard the stories, the ideas, mining asteroids, right? Going up in space, and we've seen the movies right. even, like getting all the gold and the platinum and all the diamonds Dude, and whatever, right? Why do you think we got Space Force? We're going to go up there. We're going to get some minerals. Well, we're going to have to beat the Chinese because Chinese scientists right now are putting together a plan. They actually think they can get a small asteroid and land it back on the Earth for mining. They, they think they can. It wow. involves putting a bunch of robotic probes on it, and they kind of like surround it with... A like kind a of net. a bag, like a net, like a net bag, Ooh. and then allow them to slowly redirect it, and they think they can land it safely. To me, this sounds like a terrible idea because I just see all those disaster movies waiting to happen, like the thing's going to land on Paris or something. Instead Actually, of where you know they what want we it. do is America. We we put America's best rodeoers in space force, and we get up there and lasso that baby. Oh yeah, and we just lasso that thing and bring it down to Earth. Yeah. Woo! Remember? <laughs> oh, I was about to say, remember on Yellowstone? That's how they got that grizzly. Oh my God! Yes, everybody. If you haven't watched Yellowstone with Kevin Costner, it's on the Paramount Network. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. Oh my God! All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. I know that everybody in this room eats McDonald's every once in a while, right? Yeah, every once in a while, absolutely. McDonald's is running a new contest through the twenty fourth for the offer to win free McDonald's for. Life. For life? For life. I can't even believe you're here, Tanner. How do you do this? I'm dead. So you have to log into their app once a day for one entry. You log into their app to enter, and you have the potential 
to win now, free McDonald's for life. Wow. And you get like, instead of a card, it's a 24 karat gold phone case that you have on your phone. So you literally show your phone case. And if you have that phone case, uh, you get yeah. it for life. Oh, you know that? It's like the golden phone for the golden arches. It's They've like got the some ticket. They're really yeah. working that app because I just talked about it on the news last week where they have a, if you use their app, you can get like free fries every Friday or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Or they had all these cool things. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're that. really trying to figure you know, out how to make that work. Because they know that's where it is. Yeah. Everything is right there in everybody's hands. That's what we're doing with our show. That's why everybody should go to followfits.com and check True out that. the PAB mm-hmm. right now. Thank you, Tanner. Yep. There you go. Choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Everybody was doing like the head wobble. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. What's going on? My name is Fitz, and feel free to give me a follow if you can on Instagram. Just search two words, follow Fitz. Um, I want to kick it off with a good Monday motivational quote. I think this is great. Provided to me by my lovely buddy Drew over there. It says, I may not know much, but I'm pretty sure that the mostly naked Russian girl with the really broken English that just friend requested me isn't someone I went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, and she is the fourth one this week. I get those all the time. Oh my, I don't know what's going on with that too, but you're, you're right. Um, it's always like this, uh, and, and by the way, if, if you're a female who is listening and, and you're in, in a relationship and you see these bizarre requests pop up in your man's inbox on Facebook, don't freak out because... Everybody seems to be randomly... It's the deep state. Yeah, it's the Mm -hmm. deep state. Everybody's getting these random photos of really, really hot chicks saying, I want to be your... Please be friend my... They're trying to infiltrate the election. And you know what's the best part of this? It's when you see that this strange robot from an outer land... right? And you have a friend in common, someone that you know on yeah, your you're Facebook Yeah, you're like, that guy fell for it. <laughs> you're like, you're desperate, bro. <laughs> You'll be surprised how many people fall for it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? Um, I think I saw your dad on one. <laughs> Greenberry Bob? Yeah, Greenberry Bob. Are you kidding me? Svetlana's just in it for his cool memes. <laughs> God. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'm glad that a lot of people don't follow my dad on his personal page. Woo. I mean, he just—he's the meme king, but he does not yeah, hold but back. But you know yeah. what? I, I guess that's what's he great about edit either. Mm-hmm. The that, picture. That's what's great about being retired, I guess. Because I mean, he, he, you know, he can say whatever he wants. Dude, old people are the best. They just <laughs> don't give a you know what. Yeah, I Get love it. I'm looking lawn. forward to being that age and just not giving a crap what right. anybody thinks. Hey, Drew, are old people the best? <laughs> Tanner said that to a lady, to a, a young lady, or to a gal who was about forty years old. He goes. Oh, don't worry. I like older ladies, too. I was like, oh, it was such a facepalm moment. Oh, Wait a wow. second. Was that that? Were we at the bar when that? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she about punched him in the face. It was awesome. I didn't mean it that way. It just came out of my mouth. So it was really weird because over the weekend, you guys, uh, the show, we were all hanging out in Chicago for something. Uh, well, it's called Morning Show Boot Camp, but I call it, um, you know, DJ school or, yeah. or, or I call it DJ training camp. There you go. Which always ends up turning into everybody just going to the bar, <laughs> drinking all day and all night, and then, you know, Tanner exchanging things like that. It's the same reason why every single year we're always like, why can't you have it in Vegas? And yeah, it's like, oh, Vegas no, no way, because no one will ever go. Well, they actually did that one year, and nobody showed up. But, yeah. Everybody but was on the strip. it was in New Orleans one year. Right, and the convention still got the money. Yeah. 
It's like, you know, who cares if nobody shows up to all the seminars and stuff? Because the panelists that are putting on these seminars don't want to talk to an empty room. They get paid, too. But they anyway, do? Yeah. Of course they get paid. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, then, Tim's yeah, like, like, where's so, my check? Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I was up there, I, I got to uh, uh, do this uh, segment, host this segment called Battle of the Bits. I got to judge it. Oh, yeah, they had to pay for that. They did? Yeah. Oh. They just gave me, like, a drink ticket. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Hope you're having a good Monday. Uh, say what's up to us if you want, because I think everybody's on, on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Monday reality check. Wow. I think the number one story everyone is looking at around the country is about the pilot, or, or excuse me, the non pilot, the ground crew member right. that stole a Horizon Q400 commuter aircraft. Uh, and took it for a flight around the Puget Sound area. He stole it from SeaTac Airport outside of Seattle. Um, I mean, this story has everyone. The, the experts are baffled on how he wow. pulled this off. So wow. the guy's name was Richard Russell, a 29-year-old. He was a baggage handler, Ramp right? worker, right. So they do a number of things from handling bags to they drive those little push trucks that push mm-hmm. the planes back from the, uh, from the jetways and all those things. Um, to everyone's knowledge, not a pilot. Apparently, during the uh, the air traffic control conversations they had with him, which we've heard a ton of already on the news, and we've got a little bit of audio for you. Yeah, we do have some. Uh, we got the audio from. Uh, well, we didn't get it from the FAA, but this is the FAA audio. He. What? He oh, seems yeah. to indicate that he uh, possibly learned to fly using flight simulators, regular everyday flight simulators you'd play on your desktop computer. Yeah. Wow. Um, so did he get in the simulator at Alaska Airlines? No, or, no. Or he, he, I mean, when he said he basically plays video games, that's where, where he learned it. Yeah, he said they don't know everything right now. Obviously, yeah. there's so much to unpack with the story, but okay. right now we assume that it, he was just talking about regular old home video game style. All right, check out this. Uh, this is unbelievable. I got a lot of people that care about me, and... Uh, it's going to disappoint them to, to hear that I did this. Um, I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Um, just a broken guy. Wow. So, is there any more? Is that all we got? That's all we got right now. To give oh. you a quick rundown. Did you go to my Facebook page? That's the audio that was from your Facebook no, page. No, there's, yeah. like, there's like a minute and 40 seconds on my page. Nope, that is the entire clip. That was all right, anyway. To give you a rundown... Uh, <laughs> He basically used the push tractor himself. He pushed the aircraft. The aircraft was in like overnight storage, out of service storage. He pushed it back, somehow got into the aircraft. And you know, they're quite a ways off the ground without a ramp or uh, some kind of a uh, stairway, staircase, ladder. And I read some reports that he was like doing tricks while he was in the air. Yeah, he was doing rolls. He just knew what he was doing. Barrel rolls. We need to throw in too that. our F-15s got there in a matter of just seconds. Yeah. It intercepted him. I, you know, I was wondering if they shot him out of the sky. They're saying he that the plane did crash, but or that he crashed it himself. Yeah, there's so much that's interesting about this story. One of the things I right away noticed was the the press statements by presidents of the airline and so on. They had a completely different approach than you would think. They came right out and said, our heart goes out to this guy. Our heart goes out to his family. I mean, in the press conference, on television. And it's like they aren't approaching it like... Normally, well, you hear the story and you think, oh, this scumbag, this criminal, this horrible person. But it was right away, everyone has heart for him. Well, 
and obviously it was a situation where I mean he obviously snapped right. This is right. a this is what you call a mental breakdown. We're going to be learning a lot. Obviously FAA, TSA, NTSB, everyone is involved in this investigation mm-hmm. now All until right. we can figure out what Keep really us, happened. Keep uh, us posted on this, will Definitely. you? Definitely, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. The Monday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what is trending right now. I thought this was interesting. Um, There's a petition in social media right now for LeBron James to replace current secretary... Betsy DeVos is head of the Department of Education, and there's like they, they got like more than ten thousand signatures. And I was thinking, okay, if if LeBron becomes the Secretary of Education, doesn't that mean that Betsy DeVos has to go play for the Lakers? <laughs> I don't know if she has a good three point range. <laughs> Wait, also, when do you- I, I want a boat. I want Shaq. <laughs> also, don't you dare try to take LeBron James away from the NBA. I'm just saying. That's Our- how you make me angry. What taking LeBron out of the NBA? What if yeah. he? What if he wants to do that stuff? Well, he can wait till he's old and retired oh, to okay. do that. All yeah. right, uh, all right. So Bethany's standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. Well, speaking of sports, Astros pitcher Justin Verlander yeah. says he might not be playing today if his wife, you know, the gorgeous Kate Upton, hadn't helped him through a deep depression in 2014. You know, wow. I like this story because it's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a woman. Standing by her man who is stressed out during the day, you know, trying to get out and make that money. Well, he's and that, and that woman is providing that, you know, he's, if he has, you know, a, a down day, she's there providing that love and no. support to him. Stand by your man. Haven't you seen Bull Durham? Oh, one of my favorite movies. It's all about wearing yeah. the lingerie underneath the Yeah, I was going to say, Kate Upton could break any funk for me. Yes! Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah, supposedly up. Supposedly, he wasn't. He was injured. He wasn't pitching well. And now, he's one of the best in baseball again. I'm telling you, because he's got that little honey pants at home. Honey, help you with my curveball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ahead, moving Bethany. on to Thank the bad. Meghan yes. Markle's dad. Uh-huh. Well, he's back. Again? Yes, he's come back. On. He's he's given another interview, and this Markle. time he says, I am mad. All these stories have come out about me, and I've only given three interviews, um, this being his third. And he even said that he got into an argument with Harry on the telly, on the telly before mm-hmm. the wedding. And he hung up on him. Well, you know, we actually have audio of Meghan Markle's uh, dad on the phone with, a, like, an interview with uh, Inside Edition about they were trying to get him to talk for, for money and stuff. Let's go to it. Yes. I drew. You're going to be Inside Edition. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello, this is Mr. Markle. Uh, Mr. Markle, is it true that uh, you actually received quite a lot of money hey, for interviews? Can you tell me who's speaking? Uh, Mr. Markle, this is Justin Williams from Inside Edition Television. Inside Edition. Let me tell you, if you want to talk to me for another 30 seconds, please kindly PayPal me (laughs) $22,000. We are in the habit of paying individuals for interviews. What we really want to find out is, uh, are any of the stories true about you? Can you address the heart attack? Hey, this is Mr. Markle. Hey, smartass. Prices went up. $25,000 for another 20 seconds, okay? (laughs) Right there on the PayPal Mr. Markle, and the numbers after that that follow. Just PayPal me. 
Wow, that was some yeah. groundbreaking. Crazy. Awesome yeah. audio. Well, actually, that's that's exactly what they were arguing over, was whether or not the paparazzi, he had actually staged those photos. Right. He supposedly lied to the prince and then hung up on him. Oh. You don't lie to the prince. You don't that's, lie that's to royalty. How dare you, sir, hang up on the prince. That's right. Go ahead. Moving on to the gossip. Madonna is not a fan of the current state of pop music. Just in case you were wondering... She says, quote, everything is so formulaic, and, and she, every song has 20 guest artists on yeah. it. And she made the announcement from a rascal scooter. Yeah, I was going to say, can we, can we find out what my grandma thinks? <laughs> that's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. This Come on. is Why Today Doesn't Suck. Welcome back from the weekend, you guys. Woo. You know what's interesting? I mean, looking at the birthday, you know, if you're having a birthday today, you, there's not a whole lot of people you're sharing it with. I mean, it was a bad day for birthdays, but I found out that Alfred Hitchcock, today was his birthday, and he was born this day in 1899. Welcome. I'm Alfred Hitchcock. He was like the millennium baby for an earlier millennium. Yeah, but he was kind of an odd bird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. Very. But he did revolutionize the way he was so early into TV and, he, and, and horror movies. TV and movies. He changed the way uh, the broadcast medium was done. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, all right. Check it out. 20, oh, wow. 21 years ago. This is nuts. 21 years ago, Matt Stone and Trey Parker's animated, uh, uh, just brilliant South Park debuted. Come on now. Let's get on going to South Park, man. I'm going down, down south, I'm gonna have myself a time. Family faces everywhere, humble folks without condition. Going down south, I'm gonna leave my wolves behind. If I party day or night, people shouting, Howdy, neighbor! I'm gonna see if I can't unwind. And all I gotta say is, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, South Park is is as old as yeah. I am, and man, oh man! Oh do my I God, love that's that right. Tandem the Millennial is twenty one. That was probably his first cartoon. Yeah, and yet I remember sitting down in my apartment in college to watch the first episode. Wow, man, you're old. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, this day, nineteen ninety, the Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and uh, album uh, Texas Flood, featuring Pride and Joy, was certified gold. Where I dedicate that one to you, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Any festival going on in the South, especially in Louisiana, you got to mm. have some Stevie Ray in there. Yeah, you go. Oh, but you also got to have this at every festival across the South as well. This smash single in 1991 by CNC Music Factory, <laughs> Things That Make You Go, <laughs> was certified gold. So I was uh, I was doing Dallas at the time, and uh, I was actually at this club, and there was like it was, it was a bad night. There was like 50 people there with special guest, CNC Music Factory. Did you meet Freedom Williams? He was by himself, mm-hmm. and he had like a, a one dancer behind him, and he was singing to the track. Wow! Mm, I met him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought I wasn't impressed. Did I he hit on the, you? He did. Oh man, I don't like him now. I thought the phrase "things that makes you go hmm" was a uh-huh. fitzanism. 
I didn't even know that was a song or any type of reference. Well, there you go. Everything old is new again. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. And check this out. It was this day in 1951. Hank Williams was number one on the Billboard Country Chart with Hey Good Looking. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Is that auto-tune? How's about cooking something up with me? And who can forget about my little buddy Mason Ramsey taking the world by storm right now? Say hey, good looking. Poor little guy's touring all over the country. He's got to be exhausted right now. Right. Yeah, I got off an airplane yesterday, and I'm crabby as heck. I couldn't imagine what it's like to be an eight. It's crazy. I got off an airplane yesterday, and I saw him. <laughs> Fitz happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Everybody, so good to be here. What's up? All P1s, uh, our special listeners have actually set our shows the number one button on their preset. Thank you for that. My Wakeums out there who send me What Are You Kidding Me stories on a daily basis at followfits.com as I take you now to Rhode Island, ladies and gentlemen. Work it! <laughs> a woman named Mary Halsey is going viral for a, a really an unbelievable karaoke performance of Work It by Missy Elliott. You know, if I always work, get a tip or jump on that and reverse it. Is your favorite banana wet? Is your favorite banana wet? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, she's a wonderful lady and um, she calls herself Missy Elliott's funky white sister. <laughs> and apparently, you know what? She nails the entire song. Exclusive, what are you kidding me? Audio right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my second time exclusive here at Goddard Park. At the Cool Cat Karaoke, Missy's Funky White Sister is in the park! If you're a fly girl, get your nails done, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us closer. Don't I look like a Halle Berry poster? See them over there playing tricks on ya. What do y'all think? That was pretty good. She's probably going to get a radio job somewhere now. That's probably. how that works, yeah. She seems so fun. <laughs> she sounds like a lady I'd like to hang out uh, with. Oh, it sounds like somebody you'd like to date. She was, what, 65? Tanner sounds good like your mom. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the special consumer industry. The Game of Thrones Takeover hmm. is apparently... Excuse me. <laughs> Killing the razor industry. Beards right now are so absolutely popular that they are completely killing the razor industry. Wow. See, I thought beards were like, I mean, like now I thought it was more on the downswing, but I guess maybe. No, ladies love beards, man. Do you guys believe this? Mm, don't the, speak for the ladies. Don't. Oh, go no, no. There. Tanner can definitely speak for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> He's about one inch away from being a woman. <laughs> Well, then he's new to the club and he needs to learn. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. Sometimes beards can be a little. My poor girlfriend. That's Apparently. what we say all the time. Apparently, the number of times men shave in a month has gone from uh, 3.7 times to 3.2 times over the last decade. 
That doesn't sound like a lot, but across hundreds of millions of people, that is that is significant. Yeah, and I'm one of those guys. I don't yeah. grow a lot of facial hair. I shave maybe once a month. Yeah, just on your throat. And then, you know, women are also growing the underarm hair now, too. Oh, so. man. There's pretty, that. pretty soon the Patriots are going to be playing in, like, Jim's Beard Oil Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> Brought to you by Gillette. Beard oil. Yeah. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Real quick, you guys. Uh, I want you to think of your grandparents for a second, Okay. If, if, if you're lucky enough to have grandparents, you know, I have my mama May and my daddy Bob, God bless them right now, and my grandpa, my grandma, everybody say their grandparents' names real quick. Throw them out. I've got a wonderful pair, uh, married well over 70 years, Bert, wow. Bert and Lucy Harrison. Love you, Bert and Lucy. I have a fantastic grandfather that I love very dearly. He has passed on, but his name is Ronald Gaspard. Love you. Love you, Ronnie. Bethany, the mouth from the south, go ahead. You say granny hello and to, Papa. Say hello to your granny and Papa. Granny, um, no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> okay. Papa well, I just, just passed three years ago. So I want everybody to think about their grandparent when I tell you this story. There was an elderly couple in St. Louis. They got a call this week from a guy who said he was a lawyer in New York and that their grandson had been in a serious accident. He said he needed them to send money through FedEx, and he even put someone on the phone who sounded like uh, their grandson. And the whole thing was a scam. The most common name for it, it's called the grandparent scam, and basically they uh, they target older people, and they find out, you know, basically uh, who their grandkids right. are by searching online and searching on social media, and then they use that information to steal their money. But in this case, the owner of a courier service in St. Louis managed to stop the entire thing. Nick Kirku, he owns a place called On Time Express Courier and Delivery, and... Uh, he was hired to go pick up an envelope for, uh, for the grandparents. And when he looked up the mailing address, he realized that it was going to an apartment in the Bronx instead of a business. So he got a little suspicious. He called the cops, and they were able to confirm that the grandkid was fine. Saved him a lot of money. It wow. turned out the envelope that they were trying to mail was filled with $15,000 in cash. Can I just say, I can't believe you had us name our grandparents for that story because... This happened to my grandparents. You've got to be kidding me. This exact scam happened. They called up. Um, they, they had my cousin Tommy's name. They, they gave the whole thing. They said, Tommy's in jail. Uh, he needs you to bail him out. They got $8,000 from my grandparents. They had them wire it to somewhere. As soon as they got off the phone, they called Tommy's wife to see what was up. And she, Tommy answered. They immediately uh. went to the bank. They got the charges reversed. But here's the thing. A couple of years later, they tried again. Probably different people, obviously. Right. They tried again, and boy, my grandma gave him a, and sadly, a piece of her mind. And this is so common. Yeah, you, you guys, there's scams everywhere. Every day, these, these scams are happening. I, oh, my God, just the other night on TV, no doubt. I mean, it was a, just this ridiculous minister dude who was literally wanting you to, br- to buy his holy prayer water. He, this dude was selling, like, Ziploc bags with mm-hmm. little water in it. Mm-hmm. Really? And, and he's going after old people and stuff who will send cash for... The holy prayer water that he probably got in a bathroom sink somewhere. Yeah, here's a great example of a Come reason on. to go out and connect with, with Granny or Grandpa and yes. talk to them and make sure yeah. they aren't falling victim make to Make sure stuff. they're okay, too. Talk to them. Visit with mm. them every day. Don't you be hurting Granny and Papa. 
That's all I got to say. Do we have any audio of this? Yeah, yeah, we do. Check this out. When we looked up the address, it came up as an address in the Bronx, an apartment building, and this was supposed to be going to a business. And I went home, and it was bothering me and bothering me, and I got a call around 5.30 from Sunset Hills Police Department asking if I could come up there that, that the envelope was a scam. The victim received a phone call, an urgent call, from an individual purporting to be a public defender out of New York. So can you imagine, as old as they are and they get a call like that, they're probably just in panic. Yeah, just yeah. want to help their, their grandson, yeah. granddaughter. There you go. Although it would have been funny if they said, no, heck no, we don't like that grandkid anyway. Keep him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, you know, we're kind of like a, a, a big dysfunctional family, and I'm not kidding you. See, like, at one of my last radio gigs, I did uh, like a show for the radio station and then I would get off the air and then I would start another show with these gentlemen right here. Hello, Drew. Hello. Hello, Tanner the Millennial. It's really weird because like my old radio station would not let me have you guys on the air with me. Yeah. Yeah, they so, hated us. <laughs> <laughs> they, they limited said, me to five minutes a week. They said we had no talent. Hey, at least you got five minutes. <laughs> right. And so it's a true story. And so I'd get up there and then I would start like this brand new show and, and we got to play it for cities all across America. And, and, and so that was really cool. Then one day things went down and I was like, all right, you know, I got to got to get out of here. Who's coming with me? And uh, I said, me, the guy with no talent. I'm coming with you. That's right. I said, what choice do I have? They won't let me on the air here. <laughs> they shot my key card. <laughs> so Drew's just one of my best friends in the world. And Tanner the Millennial was uh, throwing out T-shirts. And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, just the past few months, really, Bethany the Mouth from the South has got to hang out with us and really just provide that much-needed female perspective. You know what I mean? After Jenna left the show. so I'm just trying to give a little background. Is there anything else that you guys want to add to that? Anything else? Um, we could just say we could spend the rest of this hour just saying great things about you if that's what you're looking for. No, I'm not looking about for the that. wonderful opportunities what you a, provide. No, really. No, for, no, 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 no. What, what, really, we have fun, and it, it's it, the cool thing is we came with you because we all saw the vision and the direction we're going, and we have a lot of yeah. fun doing it. And this isn't the type of show that's it's this person from X City and this person from X City forced on the show. That's right. We have a, gen, a true friendship, and which leads us to ter- uh, really like a weird family, which leads me to this. Drew and uh, Tanner the Millennial have a little feud going on right now. Right? A little family feud, I guess you could say. And apparently, the other day when Drew and Tanner were on an airplane, Tanner the Millennial took a photo of Drew, and Drew, you thought it was very unflattering. And you're still, you are, I mean, it almost you guys affected today's show because Drew was so angry about this. Drew was asleep and his double chin was hanging out and his mouth was wide open. All of them. All the chins are out. I thought it was a great opportunity to snap a photo. And it's not the first time. (laughs) Every time I I like doze off on a plane or something like that, Tanner's always there with the camera taking embarrassing pictures. I got something we're starting across the nation. It's the Fitz Happens Live sleeping selfies. Yes! Where I'm where, against like, it. Like, hold up a second. If you're like with your relative, just go up while you're awake and get like a sleeping <laughs> selfie. And we're starting it. It's the Fitz Happens Live sleeping selfie. Post it on our page. And, and that's, you know, just yeah. go to Facebook and search Follow Fitz. 
and post these sleeping selfies. Yeah, so I posted this picture of Drew on Instagram, and he called me immediately. He was like, why would you post that picture on Instagram? I didn't give you permission to do that. Who do you think you why, are? Why are you so angry about it? You, I mean, because you felt... Vulnerable. Yeah, I did. I like you know. We all like our best face forward, <laughs> hey, you and you put my worst face forward. And I, do you want to start a war? I, I thought about starting a war of unfighting pictures, but I don't want to escalate it. Oh, you it's on. I, it's on. You know what else was vulnerable? Yeah, his three chins. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby! Boom! Boom! Drew, get out the way! Get out the way! Okay, so the battle is on. Uh, uh, unflattering photo battle between Drew and Tanner the Millennial. Oh, and That's it's happening. So on. And plus, we need everybody's sleep selfies, too. Just like, you know, you're, you're, if your honey pants is sleeping, just get in front of them. Boop! Tan, I hope you Post know it. you've awoken the dragon. All right. <laughs> it's on? Don't start it's something on. you can't finish, Drew. Vengeance is mine! <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. This is The Fit Show. What up? Feel alive, everybody! This is The Fit Show. Step up to the plate. Fitz happens live. All right, y'all. Uh, we started to do this on uh, uh, Mondays and Thursdays because, you know, all the time Tanner is, is coming up to me. He's, o- he's always playing me brand new ringtones and stuff. He's like, Fitz, you got to get this ringtone. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I- it's going to be a great bit. Yeah. Ringtone IQ. Sometimes he's way too involved with his phone. Yeah, absolutely. So since he's bringing us, like, you know, new ringtones anyway, let's. Ma- I thought it'd be cool to make it a contest. So wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, play along with us. Tanner, can you explain the rules for Ringtone IQ? Yeah, this is how the game works. There's two separate categories for Ringtone IQ. Ringtone IQ! (laughs) There is songs, the song category. So famous songs can be from uh, the past and even from today. That's going to be worth two points. And the other category is TV and movie themes. That's going to be worth three points. And your buzzer is your name. Okay. Again, everybody, your buzzer is your name. Keep track at home and at work in the car. Go ahead, Tanner. This is going to be the first category. This is going to be a famous song. Okay, famous songs. Carrie Underwood, Invincible. Two. No. Fitz. Fitz. Yeah. Go Carrie ahead. Underwood, champion. Fitz gets oh. the two points. Oh. Oh. that, folks. Never give up. Never give up. Anything can happen, everybody. Uh, no half points. You, no, no, no half dude, points. You got it wrong. It's got to be title and artist. You got it wrong, dude. Yeah, you got to spoon fed you the answer. Yeah, yeah you got to be spoon fed the wrong answer is what you did. Never give up, everybody. Come on. Ever. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Because the person that guesses before you might be wrong. <laughs> well, here I am saying, don't ever give up. And this is all about a ringtone. <laughs> all right, let's move over to the next right. category. We're moving to theme. So this is going to be worth three points. Drew, let's see if you can redeem yourself. Fitz! Spider-Man! Fitz gets the three points! Come on! Fitz is killing y'all. Alright, what's the score right now, Tanner? The score is 5 nothing. Fitz is in the lead. You should be very proud. Actually, I am. This is. Your ringtone knowledge is extensive. I I live for ringtone IQ. (laughs) 
So we're gonna move to the next category. This is going to be worth two points going back to songs. Wait, now everybody, so really, real quick. What's the score? Reset it. It is five to zero. Fitz is in the lead, and I'm gonna give you a little bit of a hint. This has to do with a social media challenge. Okay, go ahead. So no matter what, Fitz wins. Well, I mean, everybody should continue to play, <laughs> continue Bethany. To well, play I'm just saying, let's y'all don't do that with Fitz it. and the Millennial. That's not. That's, not, that's <clears throat> a different game. Oh, sorry. So let's see. It if- seems like you're just really upset that I just got him right. I mean, what the heck? No, I just thought you were that, that we could move on. You know, I, I was, you know. Y'all ready? Yes. This is going to be worth two points. Oh. True. 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 It's Drake in my heart. Nope. Fitz. 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 Mm. Drake in my feelings. Yeah. Fitz gets the two! Yeah. I don't know song names! Are you Fitz is in the lead with 7-0. He is crushing y'all. Can we just can we just call it a game? Can I do one more? You got, okay, you got, time for, you got time for one more. Let's do one more. This is themes. Bethany, if you don't get this, I will be amazed. Are you guys ready? I already think or I know three it points. before you said it. Boom! I already knew what you whenever you said Bethany, if you don't know this, I knew it. Sex and the City. Uh, Bethany gets the three points. (laughs) But the win. No, no, it's Sex and the City. (laughs) (laughs) Where's where's my winning? What's the score? The winning score is Fitz seven. Fitz seven. (laughs) Bethany only three points. So Fitz, congratulations, my friend. Where's my winning song? Well, I was just gonna play Sex and the City on the way out. I want. I want. Where's my champion? That's a different game. (laughs) But I'll play it anyways. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again on Thursday, the next edition of Ringtone IQ. I can't feel the pain. I was made for this. Yeah, I was born to win. This happens live. F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my baby. This happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Let's get through it. I know it's Monday, but you know what? I think it's really important on a Monday to... To just smile, to be honest with you. If you smile through your fear and sorrow. Just smile. Smile and maybe tomorrow. Just smile. You'll see the sun yeah. come shining through. I do smile with it. For you. Light okay, up. so anyway, yeah, I was uh, just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits, and send me a selfie right now. Just just smile. Smile and selfies right now. You got to just nice little cheesy grin. Again, post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. Um, I know it's a weird time to tell you about, you know, some things that you should do to have a better weekend, but I think a Monday is a good opportunity to do that. Mm, or you could be rubbing it in, but go ahead. No, I think, I think. I think by talking about this right now, it's already getting us excited for this weekend. Oh. Just a couple things you could do to have a better weekend. Let's start planning it out. Let's start planning out the weekend right now. Yeah, Boom. because if you plan it out, oh, you, you hear know. that excitement? You hear that excitement? Come on. Yeah, I love planning out my weekends. Yeah. If you plan it out, but, you have something to look forward but to. But you, you I, actually plan out no human yeah. contact weekends. Yeah. Exactly. I plan to... Kick everybody to the curb socially. <laughs> it's great. Except for his girlfriend, which I say that's not really a no human contact weekend. Oh, trust me, there's no he human said, contact he weekends said, where the lens isn't allowed. Oh. 
Oh, no, that sounds like problems in the relationship. Yeah, once no. again, lucky lady, right? Yeah, no, got some she respects that. Yeah, sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Which brings us to why my wife's begging me. She's like, I want to go to Florida. What? <laughs> Guess what? I'd like to go to Florida. I'd like to do a lot of stuff. No, you don't want to go to Florida. That's the thing. <laughs> somebody's got to work, and we just took a little vacation. Hmm? I, I'm, I'm staying out of this. Yeah, I do I'm not want to come between a husband and wife fight. That's dangerous ground over there. Yeah. Apparently, somebody thinks it's everybody's allowed to have all the days off. You know, they whatever. If you don't want to go, <laughs> I would love to go. I can, are we going to broadcast from down there? Oh, now I'm in. Now yeah, I'm in. now I'm in too. No, the thing is, we're not. You. Could have. This has been planned for quite Nothing's some time. Been planned. Her mom's been begging her for six months. No, it's been planned for quite some time. Ever since like y'all go months. I don't know why you're and looking at me. And the point is, is that he should. <laughs> even if he can't go, he you, should you want, want some, the baby should go to, to go and have a good time. I'm just so comfortable with my children just flying across the country. You know, it just it makes me just chills me out. Chills me out to know that my, my wife happens. and kids are all alone in an airport. It What's just, wrong with that? It just exactly. relaxes me. Amen. Thank it, you. What in the world is wrong with your wife taking her kids to a vacation? I'm, what I'm saying with was. their grandmother and their great-grandmother. I never said she couldn't. Fitz, are you crazy? You better shut your little unmarried mouth <laughs> off. We're going to go walk in the beach looking for some hot guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany's going to be. That's not what I'm worried about, y'all. Launching a new honestly, Tinder account no. with their babies in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Holding hands with two little kids. <laughs> They're like, hey, you get to hang out with me and my kids. Hey, Bethany, did I ever say you can't go to Florida? I think you just did. <laughs> no, but you basically Beth- made made it miserable for me well. to even think about going. You you don't want me to go, so the entire time I'm there, okay. even if we decide to go, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna call me nonstop, and you're One gonna make thing. me feel bad. One more thing. First of all, I never said you couldn't go to Florida. All I said was, do you asked a question? Do I have like anxiety about like my family flying across the country and being alone at airports? I do. Is that like a crazy thing? Am I a nut for that? No, I don't think so. That's all I said. I'm just nervous about it. Never said, you can't go to Florida. My marriage rule. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Go together. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. And Drew's standing by with the Monday reality check. 16-year-old Jordan Holgerson is nursing punctured lungs and four broken ribs in a Washington State hospital after someone pushed her off this bridge. She falls, screaming almost 60 feet. Absolutely horrifying video. Went viral, viewed all around the world. Teenage hijinks turned basically nearly deadly. Uh, Young girl unwillingly, you can hear several times the video saying, no, 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 don't do it. A friend pushes her anyway. This is the one thing that I I am terrified of heights. Mm -hmm. And one of the main reasons is because people do this. That whole, don't fall. That that whole thing where they try to like, you know, that that joke push thing. I cannot stand that. And I'm not joking whenever I say you are lucky if I do not throat punch you whenever oh, if someone does up. that to me. I, I'm serious. I mean, that, no, that scares that. me what, to you, death. Even when I'm I, not, 
just like attempt to even like boo, you know, scare sometimes, you're right, you lose your mind. I do. I mean, I and I'm I will now, tell people I'm not responsible for what happens to you. Because now imagine like somebody like, wow, this poor family doing that to one of your children, pushing them off of a, a bridge. And she's even come out and said that she doesn't. Yes, the way they're handling it. Uh, she just returned home from the hospital over the weekend, nursing those injuries, serious injuries. She's saying, I'm not looking for revenge. I don't want to, yeah. to take she's this a anywhere. Whole, she's a whole lot better than me. But family members have spoken to the press and suggested that the teen who who actually did the pushing turns themselves into police for, for some you know type of punishment. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I try to go back when I was a kid, and kids are stupid, and kids make such stupid decisions. But yeah. you're right. When it comes to life and death, I'm sorry. You're right. It goes to a, it's a different ballgame. And it's almost a miracle that she's even That's alive. That's what I was about to say. See, yeah. no one ever thinks, okay, this drop could kill someone. Right. right. Same thing whenever kids are dropping rocks off of a bridge. Yep. They're looking at a little rock that, you know, is a little bit bigger than a 50-cent piece. They're not thinking, okay, someone's going 85 miles an hour, and this rock is going to hit them at that speed. You know, kids just don't ever think. They don't think of the consequences. And they're thinking, it's water. They'll just splash. Stupid. They'll splash. You know, yes, yes. they never think. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, another wild weekend for the FAA and other organizations. Of course, we've talked about it already. Uh, as the 29-year-old ramp worker, Richard Russell, I believe, uh, stole a Horizon aircraft. That's a 76-seat commuter aircraft from SeaTac Airport and took it on somewhat of a joyride. A lot of information still to come out of this. No uh, passengers. No passengers. Not a terrorist act. It appears at this point to be kind of a guy Psychological. who Someone who sort of right. lost it, just lost it and, and did this giant gesture. He even said uh, while communicating with FAA or with the uh, ground air traffic control that mm-hmm. he didn't want to land it. And he didn't want to, you know, he didn't he want to hurt anybody. Said he didn't want to hurt anybody. Didn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, right. very confusing. Uh, so we actually have audio. This is from this is the uh, conversation between uh, this guy and air traffic control. Listen, I got a lot of people that care about me, and uh, it's going to disappoint them to, to hear that I did this. Um, I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Um, just a broken guy. And then he goes on to say something about, you know, that I also had, he I, said he's I have got a some few issues. screws loose. Yeah. And he said, and I didn't know that until, you know, just now. And I said it was a busy weekend for the FAA because down in Hayward, California. Wait, wait, let me let me pause with that real quick, Drew. Is that how, and I'm not really familiar with, with mental illness. Is that how it sometimes happens? Is this a kid who had no idea that this was an issue until it literally happened and all of a sudden he's in the air saying, oh my God, I just stole a plane. And it, Is that how mental illness works? In this case, I would say yes. He didn't know he had any issues whatsoever until he was committing the act. But how is that possible? But We don't know. I all mean, right. We may never find out in this case. Uh, Drew, what else? You got, you got time for one more. I was going to say, like I said, it was a very busy weekend for the FAA because Saturday evening, a small aircraft, a Cessna aircraft, private plane, was forced to make an emergency landing on the uh, the San Leandro Freeway outside of Hayward, California. There were two people on board, and the plane managed to land safely. No injuries, but, man, it, you know, it, it, it's feast or famine with the right. FAA. They can go nothing, business as usual, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, all this stuff to look into. And, obviously, the, the situation with the Horizon aircraft is going to be long because that potentially highlights security risks mm-hmm. uh, that need to be addressed. I mean, this was a baggage handler, so mm-hmm. he was supposed to be by aircraft. He was he had a background he check. Supposed to be throwing the bags. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. That's the Monday reality check. Fitz happens live. Straight out of country.
It's only country, all the time. That's all we talk about, and then I rhyme. If it's got a little twang, we'll do it. If you see it in the news, we'll do it. It's straight out of country, just listen to me go. I can promise you there's nothing to it. All right. That just about wraps it up, yeah. So anyway. You guys, um, special shout-out going out to, to Rodney Atkins. I actually got a text about this over the weekend. Um, we just found out that his 16-year-old son, Elijah, was involved in a drunk driving accident earlier last week. And uh, he's fine. Started back to high school uh, uh, the same week. But he did say that he said that he was in an accident and a methed-out drunk driver hit him. Didn't give a lot of other details, but uh, again, wonder, his son sustained no injuries. I wonder if that was the son that was in his... Uh, Elijah, that's him. Yeah, the video. Who was in the video? Uh, yeah. I've been watching you. Yes. Thank oh, you. Yeah. The little boy in the video. The I want to be like you. This is right song. here. So I've been watching I mean, sometimes we the awareness on like drunk driving issues is up and down, and sometimes it's in Straight your face. Up. Sometimes it's been kind of quiet for a while, and then you these high profile yeah. cases happen. It kind of reminds us all that is to still a be aware for ourselves, for our friends. Uber's cheap. You're, you yeah, don't want to hurt someone. You you're don't right. Kill someone. You can always call an Uber everywhere. Yeah. An Uber will come pick you up. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't care about yourself enough at that moment to not drive drunk, please care about the other people Somebody that else's you might family. hurt. Yeah, someone else's kids, right. or someone even else's if, mom, dad, sister, right. brother. That's even right. if you can't get an Uber, call a friend. Check this out, you guys. As we move on, uh, Jason Aldean has recently talked about how his wife isn't acting like a diva during their second pregnancy. He says that he holds his wife hair back during morning sickness. He says every guy should do the same thing. She's not, uh, you know, a, a too too much of a diva when it comes really? to that kind of stuff anyway. So, you know, she likes to... Uh, like she's been not feeling so great here. Morning you know, this, yeah, this, this first That's little brutal. part of the pregnancy, but uh, I think she's finally starting to tor- turn a corner a little bit. And, and she's one of those. And when she's feeling good, I mean, she she goes and does her thing. She doesn't sit back and and sort of let you wait on her hand. So there you go. I wonder if the interviewer at some point said, "Hey, can we talk about you for a little while? <laughs> like you're the celebrity. I'm interviewing you. I don't want to hear about your wife." Well, Drew, do you mind if I continue to get you just kind of revved up a little oh, bit? Boy, okay. Because I know that. You are in full support of AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. Uh, that's a negative, Ghost Rider. Well, I thought you said that you are so gl- that you believe that AJ McLean will change the, the the sound of country music. You said that. Don't you put those words in my mouth? Okay. Don't you say that? Well, I, if you don't mind, I'm going to play for you AJ McLean uh, from the Backstreet Boys. He he just did a cover song of Chris Stapleton's "Drunkard's Prayer." Oh boy! So I was wanting to play it for you. Okay. Let's see. And I wish that I could go to church, but I'm too ashamed. And I hate the fact takes a bottle to get me on my knees. You're saying that he's not going to change the sound of country? No. So that song right there requires Stapleton's kind of gravel voice, that that little Pure bit of rasp authentic. and dirt and All it's like hard-worn experience. It, Chris Stapleton's voice brings the soul to that song. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and AJ McLean gr- has no soul. AJ's got a great voice, but he's got a boy band voice. Oh, That's na- it. Now he, oh, now it's you're a, a boy different- band voice. That's clean. It's like meant to be like the fourth harmonizer and a bunch of guys wearing all white suits. I mean, I was actually pr- pretty impressed by his vocal talents okay. Okay. right there, but it's still, I mean, you. it's almost like going up against a Whitney Houston song. <laughs> you have to bring it. It's happens live. No rest
This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And Monday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who have served and who serve our nation. Thank you for your service is something that we've all said to a service member. You know, we mean it when we say it. These men and women made sacrifices and dedicated a part of their life so that we could all live in the greatest nation on earth. But I'll tell you, many veterans need more than a thank you. They may be too proud to ask, or they may be managing well enough, but the unfortunate statistics about veteran suicides and homelessness and other problems prove that more is needed in many cases. That's why today we're saluting Mike Long of the United States Army. Mike proudly served his nation from 1975 until he was medically discharged for a back injury in 1987. He was stationed in Korea in 1982 and 83, and he still loves serving his nation. Mike is a special kind of troop. When his time ended serving in uniform, he didn't stop serving. He actually just changed the way he serves. Mike is an outspoken advocate for veterans. He wants to see the homelessness and the issues with PTSD and especially the suicides stop. He advocates the Purple Ribbon Campaign, and I'd like to tell you what that is. Purple Ribbons are for kindness and contact. You see, he says, yellow ribbons bring him home. Let's make purple ribbons keep them alive and happy. And Mike, I want to say again, Mike said that. He's driven over 29,000 miles through 10 states, spreading the message. He says, you know what? He says, I'm a little bit like Johnny Appleseed. And he's a 62-year-old veteran with a bad back. What's your excuse? I asked Mike Long if I could do a salute for him when I heard about everything that he does. And he, his humble reply was, Anything to be a voice for my brothers and sisters. And see, those are the words of a hero. So today we salute Mike Long of the United States Army and his amazing purple ribbon campaign that he supports for our troops. Sarah Evans right now with our national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting Proof through the night 
our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled See what's up to everybody who sent just wow an abundance and a uh, a plethora of what are you kidding me stories like within the past thirty minutes. So all my Wakeums out there, people who send me what are you kidding me stories in the trenches daily at followfits.com. I appreciate you. As I kick it off with a story uh, out of Washington State, unfriend. There are times during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, I think it's really important for us to be serious. And this is one of them. So, hey, kiddos, guess what? Teenagers, guess what? Listen to this. This is what you better not not ever, ever do. Because people could die. A 16-year-old girl named Jordan, she broke five ribs, punctured her lung when her friend pushed her off a 60-foot bridge without warning into the river, thinking it'd be funny. Hey, let's push her off. They were there with other friends to dive off the bridge. Jordan changed her mind right there on the, you know, on the ledge and decided not to do it. So instead of helping her back up, the friend pushes her. Mm-hmm. And she almost dies. And uh, we, we have some of that audio? Yeah, we do. All right, check this out. Three, no, I won't go in. two. Well, she's saying no. No, I just... Ready? Oh, oh that's so... And it just gets worse after that, and obviously, you know, the, the days medical person. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was horrible. Yeah, it almost, it almost killed her. You guys. And you can hear her saying, no, I don't want to go. And you see the, the guy yeah. said, no, she doesn't want to go, and the friend decided to push her anyways. Oh, I'm saying, man, oh. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was your Your mom or your dad. Imagine if that was your kid somebody pushed off. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe the girl is now saying, you know, like, she was like, I don't want revenge. I don't oh, want anyone. I don't Unfriend. Want Never yeah. talk to her again. I would have to say that we would, I mean, that's trust. Yeah. And if you Complete have a trust. friend and you can't even trust them not to push you off a 60-foot bridge, yeah. guess what? Yeah. Not a good friend. Yeah. 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 Not a friend at all. Right. Goodness gracious. I mean, can you imagine? And the, also hey, jump- hang on real quick. The way she fell, you see how she fell? It was like complete belly flop. Yeah. She had no control. She couldn't change her you know, know, her position in the air. It was just, it was it horrible. It looks like that, that river wasn't very deep either. And also, you shouldn't be bridge jumping anyways. It's actually against the law. Right, there's nothing wrong with a couple of high dives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, page two. What? Are you kidding me? A very special what the Florida story. If you see something, say something. <laughs> Uh, there was this guy at a Japanese hibachi restaurant last Sunday night, and for some reason, had a couple of fish, and uh, then he stripped down and started doing an erotic dance in the restaurant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Must have been really good fish. 
Maybe he had some. Yeah, order me a couple of batches of that stuff. <laughs> he was arrested for disorderly conduct, obviously, and, and oh. probably Not sent for a medical evaluation. Decent exposure. You get food poisoning just looking at that stuff. <laughs> right, that, imagine what they had to do to the restaurant. <laughs> Scrub the place down. All right, so there you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, just. Isn't that a, if you see something, say something? Oh, yeah. Please, if my yes. kid. What? Nothing. Are you going to bring up what happened to you recently? No. Oh. What? At the park. Oh, no, no, no. At the park. Yeah, at the park. The swings. There's some erotic dancing. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Poor Bethany. There was someone who, who uh, obviously had a condition. Okay. There's a, a, a medical issue. And at the park. Near my children, thank God my children did not see. But right in front of my wife, he decided to use the bathroom right there by the swings, and it was a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. I also get food poisoning just thinking about that. I'm just saying. There's some crazies out there. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Come on! Now back to the Fit Show. Fit rock. It happens live. I've traveled every road in this here land. That's right. Gonna tell you about I've it been now. Everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. So listen. Uh, over the weekend, you guys, my, my family and I, we've been. We, gosh, we did some traveling. I mean, from Dallas, Texas, to Seattle, to Chicago. We've been everywhere in. In one of those cities where the plane touched down, we were like, uh, we were there to experience an international incident. In case you missed it from a little bit earlier in the show, check this out. My name is Fitz, and over the weekend, uh, we did a lot of traveling for radio, especially. And uh, um, I mean, we were from from Chicago to Seattle, Dallas. It was a crazy weekend. I had my family with me, and uh, I was involved in an international incident in one of those cities. Not even kidding. I was involved in an international incident. Is it international because? What I mean, global news. Okay. Sorry, did I get that? Maybe I used the definition the wrong way. Yeah, I was. I think it was an international incident. I was following. Well, it was involved international. It Uh was international news. So, you might have heard about um, this gentleman in Seattle at the airport who, who who was an employee of the airport who worked at the baggage claim and stole a plane off the ground from Alaska Airlines. Well, at that time, with our traveling, my wife and I and family were on the runway the exact moment it happened. And all we hear is, you know, we're on the ground and we're taxing, right? We're taxing. Mm-hmm. The, the pilot comes on. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your captain speaking. Listen, all I can tell you is there is a security incident right now at the airport and we are on lockdown. I repeat, we are on lockdown. More information to follow. So I start. Oh my! That's oh, all. They, so that's, that's terrifying. If that's all panic. they give you, that is all they said. Now, props to the pilot who was chill. He he seemed calm. The way he delivered it was cool and yeah. stuff. But I knew something was going on, so I'm instantly googling. And as we are like basically sitting there, we're getting all this information that somebody is attempting to steal the plane. My wife and I look to our left, straight up. We we see this plane just veer off. The, wow. hori- the 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 so uh, someone it, stole Alaska an airplane. slash Horizon. Right. You see this plane taking off, and then and then we see all the commotion. Finally, we get off the plane, and the lobby is completely filled with thousands of people because the airport had been on lockdown, right. and they know nothing because when an airport goes on lockdown, they 
they don't uh, really they don't want to cause people to go into panic. Right. Well, but because of past events and potential events and all that, I'm sure everyone is in full panic because no information is as bad as bad information. That's, the first thing we right. did, though, I mean, I don't you're even quite chill. Like the first thing we did, I grabbed my phone and googled. Yeah. That's what I was and doing within, too. Okay. Within minutes, seconds. there was yeah, seconds, minutes. There was something up that said, right. you know, Horizon flight stolen from SeaTac right. Airport. I mean, it was just. It, I yeah, don't and know by how the way, know. make sure you Google that story right now. But the uh, the guy who stole a plane from the airport, and he said he learned how to fly from video games. He obviously had some screws loose. But Drew, give us more of an give us an. So anyway, I I was there. While while it happened, uh, because of our traveling and whenever we walked off nuts. the plane and we were like, "Yeah, someone stole a plane." There were a couple of people that were like, "Yeah, bro, right. yeah, whatever." <laughs> yeah, nobody believes that can happen. Nobody believed it, and I said, "I go, everybody, look at your phones." E- even the airline themselves didn't believe it. I was watching the press conference, and I think he was the VP of the airline or something. Um, got up there and said. This is a very complex machine. This is a high-tech uh, aircraft that, yeah. that this is not like flying a Cessna 150. He right. should not have been able to fly a star knowledge. He has no pilot's license. So th- even the airline's confused at how this even happened. Mm-hmm. They don't even know mechanically how he did some of the things because he used the push craft, you know, the little tractor they have. Right. He pushed it out himself. They don't even know how he got in the plane from that point. Because you usually way, need a ladder to get up right. to it. Also, it took about a minute and 40 seconds from our F-15s from... Uh, uh, they were in Portland, and they got that guy within seconds. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know, everybody said he crashed the plane, but I'm wondering if 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 our if our guys just took took it out of the sky. I don't believe so. I, I have I, my I, opinion. No, okay. We'll talk about it in the news. All right. So that was my uh, that's inter- little that's conspiracy theory. Crazy international incident right there. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz happens live. It's the Fitz show. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly about our show. And uh, your questions, comments, and your concerns. I think it's important to read from it. I really do. So just find us on social media. Hey, Fitz, sometimes Tanner the Millennial jumps in on a conversation that you're having, and I can't tell if he's trying to be funny or if he's just really that dumb. No judgment if he's dumb, but it would just be nice to know. Uh, That's Steve. Oh, thanks, Steve. I know what he means. Sometimes you throw something just kind of out there. I think you're trying to tell a joke, but it's not really a joke. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes you guys make these pop culture references from like the 1970s or the 1980s. Yeah. Or and 90s. I don't know, or 90s, yeah. And, or the early 2000s. I don't know what in the world you guys are talking about. Right. And sometimes I need to say, I need to ask what it is. And I don't know. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I'm saying like a normal conversation. And you'll be like, oh, make it right at the stop sign and get a honey bun. Uh, well, and nobody knows what that means, sort of a thing. Well, you know, sometimes jokes don't land. Right. Can't sometimes be home jokes aren't even time. jokes. All right. That's why you got to start learning how to tell jokes. Yeah, my self-esteem is going down the street. He's trying. <laughs> trying. Come on, Drew. Let's just roast him right now. Yeah, he's attending the school of fits. That's what I'm... Geez, you're doing that for him. Oh, we're roasting now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drew! Nice joke, buddy. That wasn't a joke. That was constructive criticism. Yeah, I, I yeah said no one knows what you're talking about. I, no, I thought it'd be funny to roast him right there, but now you just really ruined it. You're right. So roast him real quick. Well, you know, maybe if he spent less time sucking on that electronic cigarette in the studio and more time, you know, <laughs> focusing on the room and seeing where it's going, you'd be on time with the jokes when they when the time arrives. Where is the punchline? Mm. It's not. I'm just roasting you. 
He's just roasting you, man. Well, I think Drew's the last person in this room that should roast me. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> Maybe if Fitz did, it would be funny. But I'm right. sorry. I'm just enough. being. I'm just... Enough. Enough. Okay. Dad said enough. <sighs> uh, hey, this is from Cheryl. Oh, my God. I could not stop listening last week when you were talking about teacher rules from 1915 and that Drew guy on your show thinking ladies should still follow them. Can you say male chauvinist? Seriously. How do you even get through your day, Drew? Feel sorry for your girlfriend. I think I'd be winded from just being around you, dirtbag. See, that's what you guys do to me because that's not what I was saying, but you guys made it sound like that's what I was saying. Uh, Well, that's what she heard. That's what she heard. Because Mm -hmm. they made it sound like that. Perception's reality. Right. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily feel that way about all those rules. I think... um, Oh, what what rules do you feel that way about? I don't remember the list, but I, a couple of them were just no. A couple of them were good common sense rules. Like what? Name one. Like the Comment, give me one good common sense. The teachers all. shouldn't be uh, a single lady teacher shouldn't be seen in the ice cream shop alone in town. You know, and I think you can translate that to today to be like. Be, I'm saying translate today like she shouldn't be out in the bars alone. Stop now, please. She shouldn't be out at the bars alone. Drew, in town, I'm going to advise is. you to not say another word, yeah, please. You make everything I say sound terrible. His foot is currently in his own mouth. <laughs> hey, Fit, uh, last Thursday, Bethany, the mouth from the South, said if you can get him, you could have him. About her man, the Fitz. You're so strong, girl. I wish I had your confidence. I also wish I had that big, sexy man candy Fitz by my side like you do. I would be so worried about all those scandalous little tramps sniffing around. How do you do it? Sincerely, Lisa. <laughs> I, oh, I added the sexy man candy part, by the way, in oh, case you okay. didn't know. Oh, Yeah, go ahead. Well, Lisa, I don't know. I, ju- I guess I just figure that um, I don't want to have to live my life worrying about whether or not the person I'm with is right. constantly yeah. messing with someone else. That's right. So and even the- though it would break my heart right. and I would be very upset if someone would else- would I be without my baby? I broke and I was me. Because every thug needs a lady. Yeah. <laughs> and this. And On second thought, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Fit Show live. Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. What have we learned today for Monday, August 13th, 2018? And, uh, you know, as always, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, even replay viewers, what's up, uh, who listen to us on the podcast, let us know what you learned from our show. Here's what I picked up today. I learned that uh, my buddy Drew is really, really upset at Tanner the Millennial because Tanner the Millennial took a a sleeping selfie of Drew. And, uh, Drew, why were you upset? Don't I have the right to you know, curate and control my own image? I don't need some punk. Like, oh, your image, flashing you baby, flashing ugly pictures of me that he took while I was asleep. You were just sleeping, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this uh, is why he didn't have kids, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm encouraging everybody to do sleeping selfies, like uh, of, of your honey bun, and post them on my page. Just search "Follow Fits" on Game Facebook. On. Game is on. Yeah, I'll be getting Tanner back. You just uh, wait. It starts when? Tonight. It's on now. It's on. I can't tell him when. It's just going to happen. Make sure you uh, use the hashtag on our Facebook page like Sleeping Selfie War. There you go. Got it. So It's on. Everybody will know what's up. All right. Hey, Drew, what? Well, I was going to say, I'm just going to take a bunch of Drew because his image is more embarrassing than mine. (laughs) (laughs) You say that now. You haven't seen the images. (laughs) Drew, what have we learned today? 
I learned that uh, America's love of beards, there's several people in this room that are beard enthusiasts, is killing the razor industry. Thank you. We aren't buying razors anymore. Matter of fact, I've been, you know, when I had like the big beard, invited uh, it, really into beard communities yeah. across the globe. Sorry to tell you, I'm a Viking. You know what? Yeah. I hate it for you. I don't think really. I hate I, it for you that you're not. I don't. I don't think any of the guys here really use a razor often. Ah, oh, you like me now? Huh? I don't think any of the guys in the studio use a razor often. You guys oh, have hardly. beards, and I can't no. grow facial hair. Uh-uh, Twenty-three and Me told me straight up, I'm a Viking. You should check out my legs right now. I never use a razor. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Please, let's let's keep that to ourselves. You're a lucky man, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even winter. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that Fitz and Bethany went on this giant trip to different cities uh, across the U.S. And when they were in Seattle, they saw the dude that jacked the airplane. They were there. We on didn't the tarmac. see the guy. We were on the <laughs> we were on the ground when it happened. We were there. They had us on lockdown. Good God, Tanner, I'm I didn't saying, see the guy. What if you could have saved the day, Fitz? What if you jumped oh, out of the dude, airplane? Dude, I would have. I would have. I would, ran I would, him down. Yeah. Grabbed his leg. Boom. Through emergency exit. Yeah, it would have been like Fitz MacGyver. Yeah. Deploying the little floaty thing, rolling down it, and just sweeping the leg yeah. like a karate yeah. kid. Real man of action. Sweeping the leg. <laughs> God, that's such a. He's dreaming about it right now. Yes, it's oh. such a great vision. I can see myself. He's thinking now. about all the headlines. What if I actually himself? get? What, what if I actually like get the plane with him and get behind him and put him in a chokehold, right? And then I choke him out. And then it's like, oh my God, who's gonna fly the plane? Not me. Right, and they have to coach me down. They have to talk you down. Yeah, it's like Sully. <sighs> All right, go ahead, uh, Bethany. What have we learned today? Well, speaking of planes and stuff, I learned that the TSA just happens to collect an extra million dollars a year yeah. for extra pocket change That's that right. you're leaving in those little yeah. plastic containers. That's why we're broke, through. America. Mind, right. mind those quarters. Have a great Monday, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.